Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Don't need no credit card to ride this train, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And the man who just threw a stapler at me, Pete Dawson's <laughs> here. <laughs> Don't let him through the curtain into the stationary cupboard. <laughs> into no the bowels one, of the no, Ramble. No one wants to see how a sausage is made. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not with staples. All right, sweetie. It might be. That's enough. <laughs> Unless something happened before I walked into the studio that was completely unwarranted as well, Pete Dawson. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, what do you mean? Uh, yeah. You threw a stapler at him for Probably no right, reason. Actually. Well, because I'd run out of staples, that's why, because I was firing that's them around. Jim. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, to replenish them. Yeah. Was... We all know that's how they work. <laughs> throw it at Marcus. <laughs> you just can't just a... throw every problem at Marcus, as much as we don't like to. <laughs> He's a problem solver. Yeah, absolutely right. Speaking of problems, the Oscars, eh? Oh, they've only gone and happened again, haven't they? Yes. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I don't know if anyone else did. No, I have no idea what happened. I, I, I do it with every award ceremony. I just watch the monologues. And yeah. Then go, yeah, good. Were you on the Were you on the red carpet outside? Yeah. <laughs> getting, getting mugged off by Simon Le Bon again. Yeah, that's oh, what happened. He was quite. He was a bit merry, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. 
little video. I mean, mm. if, you, if you are being literally kept out of the Brits, how far away <laughs> do you think you are from an Oscars invite? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean kept out? I could have gone if I wanted. Yeah, Pete can do it, but let's not have him inside. <laughs> <laughs> it was inside, it's but it's still like very chilly because they leave the doors open no, with the auto. The dog is very much part of the family. Yeah. We just don't want him inside. Let him ride in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Where he can stink up the place as much as he likes. Right. I can't think of a more perfect analogy. <laughs> if you could choose someone from the world of football to play an existing character in a film, what would you come up with, Jim? Uh, well, we all love the movie Die Hard because we are human we do. beings, and we that's do. the only uh, logical response to it. Um, You've spoken on behalf of me there, but I'm fine with it because I do very much love the film Die Hard. Good. Uh, I'm glad that we all agree. Um, I would like to see Jurgen Klopp play um, both of the henchman brothers that Hans Gruber has. <laughs> oh, nice. The one, uh, the ho ho ho, now I have a machine gun corpse. And the guy uh, after... gets hung by the chain. Yeah, and because yeah. they're brothers, don't aren't tell they? Them what Klopp, happens. If they don't know what's happening in Die Hard, then, you know. I understand it's annoying when people get spoiled, but there is a limit. I think Die Hard is made in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. If you've not seen it by now. And to be fair, that you know, that's. Yeah. That that doesn't really spoil too much. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah, um, I would have Jurgen Klopp playing both of those guys because he's he's just got that look, isn't he? And he'd be very fun with it as and, well. And he he laughs and smiles in odd situations, like we saw in a cup final. Yeah. When he g'd up his players before the penalty shoot, he came mm. away smiling away. Yeah, he would say ho 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 if John McClane had killed him. Mm. Yippee Klopp, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> There's something quite sinister about a Klopp smile, a grin, isn't there? Yes. He's got a little bit of behind the eyes, I think. Mm. Yeah. It's because it's not like there's any malice in it. It's just that it's unhinged. It's completely unpredictable. You don't know why it's happening. It's bit, so therefore you can't, you know predict what it means it's a bit mm. pesci in Roger Rabbit mm. yeah he's Maybe. not in it who is it? who's the baddie in oh no, it's Christopher Lloyd wasn't yeah, it Christopher yeah, Lloyd yeah, yeah. yeah spooky do you think of Joe Pesci in Moonwalker <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's basically the same role isn't by, it really by far his best film <laughs> yeah I just want everyone to be cool yeah. <laughs> me and Marcus always have little squabbles about that scene in Moonwalker don't we really because uh, do I'm, I'm fairly certain that he goes I just want everyone to be cool and Joe Pesci's got a, a little smiley fist yeah, and, then he, and then he injects um, the, the last with drugs and then no, he Michael Jackson gets so angry he turns into a robot uh, I mean that all happens but not in one neat little scene I'm sure it does is this what Marcus is a very, very strong knowledge um, yeah. of Moonwalker. Yeah, I know of Michael, of Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's pretty good at doing the dance as well. He did it at Tube Station once. So I was very impressed. Did I? And that was the last time I was impressed with you, Marcus. Oh, okay. Well, fortunately, that was only the other day. <laughs> I it was one of those occasions again. I, mean, I think it's, it's, it's very, very, fairly indicative that on a football podcast, if someone said to me right now, "What's Marcus an expert on most?" and I say Michael Jackson. It's probably showing that we're a bit off piece. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think so. Well, moving on swiftly, Luke, what yeah. would you answer to this question that has nothing to do with football? Well, it's interesting that it came up, and I, 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 I'm, I'm fully endorsed Jim's, Jim's it's answer. Interesting that it came up. Well, I'll tell you one in a minute. But I'm fully endorsed <laughs> Jim's answer. Final to talk because it's great for the late great Alan Rickman to get yeah. mentioned. On yeah, there, of course. Sort of, All right, you know, fairly obtuse. Um, well, the reason it's interesting that it came up is because only a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Brendan Rodgers as Colonel Kurtz in, oh, in, in Apocalypse Now, you know, off-piste in Cambodia, you know. Um, <laughs> I actually quite like the idea of, of Brendan Rodgers being Captain Willard, going, actually going up the River Nung rather than being Colonel Kurtz, but that's not my answer. My answer is um, Phil Brown as Han Solo. Or, or, or just stun silence just the Jim coolest, and Pete he's just, there. He's just the coolest man in football. Playing one of the coolest characters. <laughs> <laughs> Again, would be on a motorbike? Have you seen, and, and I'll be more specific. Have you seen the most recent Star Wars film? Yes. Mm. So, so the when Han, I'm not going to give anything away. There's no spoilers. Don't worry. Come I, on. It's not. I won't give any spoilers away. But the way Han Solo is unveiled <clears> in that film, <laughs> just take a moment to imagine if it was Phil Brown. Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing. It would be amazing. <laughs> you can... 
I, I kind of want to make Keith a joke, but I can't because it's a spoiler. A big uh, sound could be Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jabba, surely. They're, they're no. pals, aren't they, Brown and Alan? Yeah. No, ja- no, but Jabba the Hutt's chasing Han Solo. That's true. That's, That's true. better, isn't That's it? That's true, yeah. Although Aladdin's the, never chased Brown. Who'd be the bounty hunter? Who'd be um, oh, Boba, Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh, man. Slatan would be good at that. Slatan. I yeah. do like the uh, the idea of Phil Brown spending a summer just riding around Endor on like a, yeah. on like a speed speeder. pod or whatever they were called. Yeah. Yeah. Speed pod. And somewhere at the bar, you'd see Dick Advocat. <laughs> and the, yeah, you also you know that when Phil Brown saw that there's a new Star Wars film being made, you know he fancied it. Yeah, he fancied, of course. Oh, I could do that. I could do something in that. Oh. Yeah, Bond's up for grabs soon. Now you're talking. Now you're <laughs> I, would, talking. I, would love, I would love to have access to Phil Brown's daydreams. Can you imagine whenever he's listening to a song, like he's picturing himself singing it and actually really thinking he could do it. Like if the X Factor's on, he thinks, I could walk this. <gasps> like, I could absolutely the, walk this. no name. <laughs> <laughs> Trotted across Texas. I was thinking... Like his trusty metal steed. steed. It, it could be Phil Brown and Gary Lineker in a bar. Who shot first? Yeah, no, right. it was Gary. Yeah, in, the, Gary. in, in that football match, well, there, the there's a film waiting to be made. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we should have made this more specific and been like, who could be the new Bond? Oh, we've done that already. Yeah, we'll do it again. The, the, yeah, we probably the, will. The, the, don't don't worry, that, that one will come back round. That okay, calibre of question worry. gets asked every Saturday morning on Five Live. It I'm does. almost certain. Yeah. Goodness me. All right, so keeping with our calibre of question, Pete, what are you exactly. going for? Exactly. The Social Network. Yeah, right. right. The Winklevoss twins. Okay. Toshak and Terry. Oh yeah, <laughs> two little brawlers being little slugs. <laughs> they're not, they're not, they're not clean cut and smooth enough. No, they're that's a what movie, I like mate. about you it. Can, you can, you know, the Neville's smooth enough. Yeah, <laughs> you clean cut and smooth. They've got the, 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 the Laudrups. They've got the hair. The Even the Debours. Oh, fair news. Yeah. Jim, I don't know if you've noticed this, but more often than not, Pete doesn't answer. Marcus helps him with the answer, and then Pete gets the point. Because Marcus is a deranged despot who needs to be stopped. And then Pete gets annoyed with me. Yeah, I do. I, I, the only way, way I won yes, last week was because um, I brought in props. Oh, yeah. Jimmy White, right, that was good, though. That which I gave to Joel you. and have not received it back. Naughty Joel. Yeah. yeah. What a rogue. He's, I, I uh, he's, find, one, he's the ramble roadie. I he's could, the ramble roadie. Stealing my possessions. Um, I couldn't find any evidence of Jimmy White's song online. I it's mad, isn't it? I couldn't yeah. hear it it's anywhere. It's mad. From the internet. Yeah. 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 You need to upload it to our YouTube channel. <laughs> As a service. Because if it's the only way, if it's the only place people can hear it, we're going to get quite a few hits. He might be honest. I say quite a few. We're going to get yeah. Yeah. 55 he might, yeah. he might be on his uppers though he might try and sue us Yeah, I reckon we'll get 147 hits yeah I was going to say that but I decided not to ok <laughs> I think I'll stand by my decision there we are I, I had a few I thought talking of Bond set Blatter as Blofeld I thought it was a bit obvious obvious yeah 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 I, th- I thought... Um, Do you want me to help you, Marcus? No, you're, you're fine. <laughs> Absolutely well, not. Well, <laughs> let me disgrace myself first, and then you can pick me up if uh, necessary. Gianni Infantino, if you squish his face up a bit as the Predator. <laughs> what? That's harsh. If, it's yeah. very harsh. He looks a bit like Captain Scarlet. No. He's very smooth. Scarlet you really the Predator, because well, he's no, clearly a human. No, but if you squish his face up you a bit... You play the King and I... Or oh, yeah, King yeah. and I. Uh, who played him? Um, Yul Brynner. Yul yeah. Brynner. All right. Yeah, or Albert Finney and Annie. But I settled for Claudio Ranieri as Sean Maguire, played by Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Give me a Whoa, steady. <laughs> Sean Maguire as in the one who was in that 300 parody. No, this, this no. is like you've Robin, genuinely got Pete to help you with your Robin answer. Robin Williams' character yeah. Yeah. from Goodwill Hunting. Played right. by who? What well, the, the character's name? Sean yeah, McGuire. Played by who? By Robin Williams. Yeah, but yeah, who but... <laughs> was playing him? Claudio Ranieri. 
Hey, I forgot. The listeners are shaking their heads. Yeah. I think... Just um, trying to get the earphones out of their heads. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so Claudio Ranieri doing the Goodwill Hunting. Lucas Laver as Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Chris Sutton as anything Jeff Goldblum's been in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jeff, that's way, naughty. <laughs> that's very naughty. Jim, another, um, another little uh, feather in, in, your, in your cap. Jeff Goldblum wasn't invited to the Oscars, was he? He might have been. He oh, wasn't. Was he, he wasn't. That's rude. See, I'm, I'm not anti Goldblum, we know this. But that means he can't be A list, surely. Yeah. No, that's not true. Well, I'm just putting it out there. He doesn't need he, to. He, he, he'd be he at the Oscars inside. if he was A list. No, no, no. He doesn't no. need to be invited. He turns up if he wants. <laughs> he you said he decided to not go. Yeah. Okay. I, I forget who's on whose side. Am I? It's me and you and Jim, isn't it? Against yes, everyone else, isn't it? Yes, Peter. Against yeah. everyone else. What Luke Terrible Bernard. bed fell off of you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You've let yourself down. Well, look at the competition, mate. Yeah. Snuggle up. Who's got the points? Who shot first? Me. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, th- I think Phil Brown is Han Solo. Yeah, I think so. I think that's only fair. I think so. I think that's only fair. Although Claudio Ranieri is uh, Robin Williams' character in Google Hunting, I think is a wonderful answer as well. It was a confusing it was, answer. It, it was an diagram. No, it wasn't a it confusing answer. It contained words. Unbelievable. Marcus. <laughs> Genuinely <laughs> exasperated. Know, Enjoyable. Know your audience. <laughs> or you'll get the stapler again. Well, the yeah. audience are with me. But my co-presenters aren't. <laughs> it's an absolute it's a disgrace. Very convenient thing to Dark tell yourself. Isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's go to the League Cup final, where Liverpool drew one all with Manchester City, and it ended with a penalty shootout. Always enjoyable. Mm. I really enjoyed the game. Yeah, I really enjoyed it um, I was from start to finish. To so be pleased for Willie Caballero. He had a shocking week, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he was taking an absolute battering because of uh, his poor performance in the FA Cup, and. He said that he was really pleased because it was his first cup win. He's won cup medals uh, on the bench for Boca, but mm. I think this was the first cup final he'd actually played in. Yeah. And it's also the culmination of quite a nice story because I remember reading during the week that um, Caballero also <coughs> said that some of the best years of his career came under Pellegrini and they clearly have a very sort of strong bond together. Mm. And so mm. it was nice to see Pellegrini make the brave choice to stick with him. Because yes. it would have been the easiest thing in the world to stick Hart in there. And he stuck with Caballero the whole time in that competition. And and especially after Caballero's uh, performance, as you said, in the FA Cup, it's great to see him stick mm. by his convictions and, 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 and great for... But the thing is, a goalkeeper can't really lose in a penalty shootout. No, but he can certainly he win. He definitely won, though, didn't he? He did win, yeah. He's he a hat-trick so, uh, Pellegrini said afterwards, personally, I'm happy because I would rather lose a final than lose my word. I don't know about you, but my word is more important than football. You see, I think he's getting a bit smug. Shut your noise. No, I love it! Oi! <laughs> don't side with him. <laughs> Shut your word. I know. Do you not like that? He's Pellegrini's taken a bit of flack recently. He's it's easy won a to cup say final. when you've just won the cup, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, of course it is, and he said it. <laughs> I, I mean, he wouldn't have said if they'd lost. <laughs> yeah, Marcus, if they'd lost, though, he would not have said those words, would he? No, he wouldn't. If no, I'd no. rather lose. It. Well, thanks. Mm. Yeah, I'm well, glad well, I at least hundred quid on the word. ticket. <laughs> I've won the word cup. <laughs> Last Don't I checked, take me on Scrabble. Last I checked, it did win it though. Yeah. Yeah. Not really getting anywhere with this, are we? No. Can we, should we talk about that Raheem Sterling miss? Yeah. Because yeah. that was really, really something. Well, what about the first it? goal, though? I mean, that shouldn't have gone in, should it? No. Mignolet, another kid. I mean, two keepers yeah. who Weak. got the next so, on the block. Actually, when, when Sterling missed, the commentator on, uh, on Channel 5, or 5 as it's now just called, said um, that Sterling had missed what's close to an open goal. And like, I know Mignolet hadn't covered himself <laughs> in glory, but he's, he's still, <laughs> still has a physical mess. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jesus. The thing with that Sterling miss was... It wasn't. I mean, if the ball had, if he'd have taken a touch and steadied himself, he'd still got the whole goal to aim at, and yeah. obviously should score. But the, the way the it came, the situation. Well, but the way it came across, though, Jim, it was all set up to to hit it in that corner. Mm. Quite simply, the keeper was even d- diving the other way. It was mm. one of those chances where you think you just have to simply guide it. You don't have to think about it really. Mm. And it was it was a really bad. I mean, of course, he puts that away. The way Liverpool were playing. 
they didn't look like they were going to break them down anytime soon. I mean, obviously, they went on to do that. But at 2-0, yeah. you've got it. I mean, in a cup final. You think you'd, you'd certainly, what, you, what you're saying in a roundabout way is that, that would have been the game, really. I w- I, who yeah. knows? But you would think, wouldn't you? I'll tell you who, who was excellent in one of my favourite performances of the season. That was Lucas. He yeah, was, he was, he was good. absolutely fantastic. I, I actually think, and I know it's easy to say on a one-off game, you'd have to see him a little bit more. I know he's played here and there in that position before, but he was, for me, he was better than any other centre back they have. It based on that game, mm. he he interpreted the role in such like an old school fashion. Yeah. He played right on the limit of what was acceptable. He knew he had to get physical with Aguero. He knew he had to be all over the place. He just put in such an amazing performance for the team. Well, he's it's an really great to player, see. isn't he? And he's always he been is. a very selfless team player. Very much so. But do you not think though, with a performance like that? It's it's fine for a one-off. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But if you if you try to play him there regularly, well, you say that, but Mascherano's moved there from that. Oh, Mascherano's yeah. is one of the best players in the world. You know, he's absolutely superb. According to Roy Hodgson, he is oh. the best player in the world. Yeah. According to Roy Hodgson, but uh, Yaya Torre did all right. Yeah, he'll he do that. Like, he, well, he lasted 120 minutes plus but, pens. But there's nothing more predictable than that, is there? I mean, it, 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 <laughs> it would be more predictable if he didn't play well in a cup final. Yeah, it's interesting to see the, the the rest of the players celebrating without him essentially after the penalty shootout. Uh, win, yeah. He peeled off, and they all sort of went another way. I'm not sure if I'm reading too much into that, but um, for me, it's very, very disappointing to see a player do that. I mean, it, you shouldn't. It should go without saying that a player can get up for a Wembley Cup final. Mm. I mean, fine, great, but I mean, it's it's the games where they really need him when he decides to turn up for ten minutes. If, if anything, it just compounds the frustration in him. I'd say. Yeah, but surely you can't criticize him for having a good performance. No, no, <laughs> based on you can't criticize no. him for how he played in a cup final. Based on how he played in a different game. No, it's taken taken in isolation. It was a fight. It was performance was fine. It was it, he played well. But what I'm saying is, you know, you've got to look at a man's play, a man's sort of performances in the season in context, haven't you? It, it makes it all the more frustrating when he doesn't turn up. Yeah, one hundred. Because you know he's, yeah. he's still got that in his locker against Liverpool, who are a decent team this season. What he's shown to to everyone watching there is, if he fancies it, he can put it in for 120 minutes and play very, very well. Well, cheers, but we all knew that. We all knew that anyway. When your brother's on the field. Oh, brilliant. Jim, did you enjoy that? The the, the two rays against each other. Yeah, it was nice. The circumstances were a bit of a shame. Sacco really did look like he didn't know what planet he was on, Yeah, that was a shame. He was really really... frustrated and upset. Yeah. There was a potential flashpoint quite near the end of the game where Lalana and Yaya had a bit of a coming together. And I was thinking, come on, Colo, get in there. Finally. (laughs) What are you going to do? Prove that you're the hardest because you're the oldest. Yeah, Yeah, that's how it works. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. The law of numbers when it comes to brothers. That's how it works. But he didn't stay up and, and Craig Bellamy says something interesting before the Speaking game. Of stepping up. Well, before before the uh, game, they had Bellamy on the pundit punditry um, uh, on the panel. Yeah, it was it was actually they were on the bench at Wembley. It was quite good. Him and Robbie Fowler, oh, yeah. and uh, they were asking Craig Bellamy why he didn't step up and take a penalty in a penalty shootout in the League Cup final before, and it was against Cardiff. Oh yeah, and he said, "Oh, because um, if I didn't," want, he essentially said in like in like a slightly different words, "I didn't really want to be the guy to to beat Cardiff because I love Cardiff." Because should you really be playing there? Yeah, a bit late for that. Isn't I, it? Think, I think if Bellamy worked a little bit harder, I think he'd be a really decent pundit, but I just don't think he does. I'll tell you what he said. He said, oh, because if I stepped up and missed it, I'd have been a hero for Cardiff, because obviously he likes Cardiff. Mm. But if I stepped up and scored it, I would have been a hero for Liverpool, so I decided just to stay out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a hero. It's yeah. very odd. Imagine that if it had gone all the way around. Yeah, and it come to you'd him. have to. You'd have to. Take I think it'd be, it's more disappointing with, with Liverpool. The the captain, the vice captain, step up. Step up. The the penalty take. Why not put your best penalty takers at the start? Well, well the end. Sturridge apparently had weird. cramp, didn't he, and could, couldn't walk. That was. Uh, he was very disappointed. Yeah, that's what Klopp said afterwards. Mm. He was very disappointed. It's understandable because of the problems he's had. They're clearly not fully match fit, but. 
I, I was surprised he played for as long as he did, mm. and I didn't think he contributed an awful lot, really. Mm. I thought if, if yeah, maybe because they had Firmino and Sturridge, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. If they'd have maybe put Firmino right up top like they did at the Etihad and had another man in for, in the very midfield, odd, they didn't you know replicate it worked perfectly that entirely. For them, yeah. yeah, it worked perfect for them the first time, and I thought that. But then maybe he was trying to second guess Pellegrini. Because he maybe thought, oh, Pellegrini will expect us to do that and then we'll play yeah, with another yeah, one a bit yeah. further the, forward. Can we talk about the stutter penalty? Yeah. What I loved yeah. about that was... Coutinho, wasn't it? It was Coutinho. Mm. Coutinho's face when he realised he'd done the stutter and then he realised he'd cocked everything up. Yeah. And mm. you could see it in his face. He went, oh, the keeper didn't dive. What do I do? Oh, yeah. no. What, what's the point of the stutter <laughs> like that? You might as well point where you're going to shoot. It's, it's the same yeah. effect. Uh, well, that's what... Uh, the, do you know what it says to me, Jim? It says to me... Right, you're the penalty taker. Everything is already in your favour. Yeah. Don't do anything to try and relinquish that. Just mm. just hammer the advantage home. Was, don't don't muck around with yeah. it. Was no it point. Was it Coutinho who did that no look pass in the first half? Yeah, for yeah. no reason. For no re- and, and if he'd actually looked, and he overhit it in the end. Yeah. If he'd actually looked, he probably would have got it in, into the striker. Yeah. There'll be several Ridiculous. thousand Vine users talk about how great that was. It wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. Just played a pass. You probably yeah. could have scored. To no you one. Probably could have scored a goal. Yeah. I know what you mean with penalties, Luke. Just run up and hit it. Yeah. I remember, uh, I think it was a Champions League final in Moscow when Cristiano Ronaldo tried to do that stutter. Yeah. And I think Czech just looked back at him. Yeah. And Ronaldo then hit one, you know, nice height for the keeper, not particularly in the corner. And I, th- I think it was Czech and goal and he saved it. And you thought, yeah, like if, if the keeper stands up to that, you, you've not really got anywhere yeah. to go. If, if you're Aguero, I can yeah. really tuck it in the corner mm. with just one step. Fair just one, right. you're not, no, nobody's Aguero. Well, but Cristiano Ronaldo, we are talking about mm. it, lest we, lest we forget, but he got it wrong. The, the dinked penalty, don't get me wrong, love seeing it. I don't want to be an yeah. enemy of football or anything like that. When Chan steps up to do that, I, I just wonder if that has any kind of psychological effect on his teammates. Do mm. they think, oh, that was that was a bit easy? Yeah. Or, I mean, or maybe it's yeah. not at all. Maybe the penalty takers are so focused that that has no bearing. I don't it think it's that. It may even be that it focuses the goalkeeper more. Because it's like, well, all right, you're taking the piss out of me. Yeah, do you, know, do you know what I think it is? I think it's a case of players now... I don't want to come over all Uncle Albert from Only Force Norse about it, but players <laughs> now, players now aren't saying, I'm taking the penalty in this penalty shootout for my team. Mm. They're saying, I'm taking my penalty. Right. How am I going to do my penalty? Yeah. And it's all about the individualism of it. It's not about the team. It's not about breeding confidence throughout the team and trying to win the shootout for your team. It's about, how can I win, how can I score this penalty for me? Mm. And, and the problem is, you're bringing variables into the situation that you don't need to bring in. Yeah. A penalty shoot, taking a penalty mm-hmm. is a very, very clearly defined situation. Probably the most clearly defined situation in football mm. because no one else is moving, there's nothing going on around, you just balls on the spot, you're taking a penalty. Yeah. Don't introduce variables into the situation you don't need to bring in. Yeah. Yeah, the, reason, the reason you're doing that is because you want to be seen as someone who did this penalty or that penalty and and, 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 and essentially stay in people's minds as the person who did that. And and you, uh, uh, Jim's slightly right on what you said at the beginning about Emre Channel, whoever it was who said that. How is that setting the stall out for the rest of the penalty takers? Mm. Just just bury your penalty. I know he scored it, but just bury your penalty in the most business-like fashion possible. It's a team game, and give your team the best chance of winning mm. the shootout. Mm. That's what you've got to do. Yeah, but, I, I, uh, you, I mean, you notice, I mean, the, the classiest thing to do would be to rifle it top left, uh, you know, not even uh, j- just straight in off the post or whatever. That would be the classiest thing to do. Mm. But people can't do that. That's too hard. Dink, yeah. I could dink a penalty. But if you if you bring a player, a fully fresh pe- penalty-taking player, mm. into a triangle situation, he's warmed up, and he's in peak physical, Condition, 
He'll, he should score a penalty, whoever the keeper is, every single time. The variables that you have to bring in, which you've got no choice over, mm-hmm. are one, the pressure. That's been brought upon you. You can't do anything about that. And two, the fatigue you've got from playing yeah. all game. There are enough variables as it is. Don't bring any more in. Yeah. Just just rely on your technique and take the penalty properly. Yeah, well, great. You are decreasing your chances of scoring Absolutely, if you dink, yeah. dink a penalty. Exactly. However, like I say, you know, when you do see a dink penalty in a final and so on and so forth, yeah. you know, if we see it in the, you know, in the FA Cup final or in the Euros or something... I will be going, oh, isn't it brilliant? Ha ha ha. But if I'm a fan, <laughs> you know, if I'm a manager or something of, of, yeah. of one of those teams, I'll be like, don't ever do that again. Well, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm happy to watch it as, a, as it's entertaining. Yeah. Well, well, in in the same way, we all enjoy, you know, a little bit of uh, RG Bargy or something on the field. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you yeah. get what we're saying, Jim. What about yeah. Messi and Suarez? How do you stand on that, Marcus? I'm sure we talked about it before. Messi and Suarez? Uh, their penalty. Their penalty from a few weeks ago. Oh, that one. I, the past uh, one. I, great to see. We all talk about it. Mm. But. You know, if I was if I was a manager of that team, I'd be like, it's, it's slightly different because they're winning the game and they're three of well, two of the best three forwards yeah. in, the, in the world. Yeah, it's also, a different it's circumstance. Not, not in a shootout as yeah, well. Exactly. Mm. So a great. Well, it wouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Indeed, a great example. A, uh, <laughs> a great example of uh, of how how much the nerves get to you was Adam Lallana failing to trap the ball uh, when Caballero <laughs> kicked it to him for, for his his penalty. He, he's the player yeah. most likely to let you down since you made the goal. At some point, he'll always let you down, Lallana. You could, I wouldn't trust Lallana as a player as far as I could throw him. I genuinely wouldn't. And I look forward to seeing him, he, seeing him uh, at arrivals, no, departures at uh, Heathrow later on in the... Uh, Why would he be he... at arrivals? <laughs> Unless something's gone awry. Sent him back. Knowing him. Can you go to departures? We've got to go to the Euros. You made the wrong <laughs> about about a week and a half into the tournament, he might be on arrivals. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah, but uh, it, it was it was great for Manchester City to get their their first trophy of the season. Will it be their only one? Mm. I think possible. they'll w- I think they'll win the Champions League. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I tell you what, though, it was a dull game until Liverpool scored. And then it kind of kind of came I alive. S- I sort of enjoyed it because I sort of. Well, I say the dull. Game. That's a bit ridiculous. Well, I enjoyed it because it's a cup final. And there's yeah. a certain amount of yeah. the whole sort of the sort of, of tradition of, of it, and and the fact that it's an event piece that you can get mm. behind anyway. Mm. You, so that that hype beforehand sort of tied you over for at least half an hour to start the game, yeah. even yeah. if it's really boring. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I enjoyed it. A yeah. lot of um, a lot of penalty shouts. Uh, most of them nowhere near being penalties which was a little tedious after all. Well, I wonder if game. that's just the scale of the occasion. Did you not have enough penalties on show? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah exactly. that's exactly what I'm saying. Right. Maybe, maybe the referee saved them up. So we're doing, we're doing, we're doing what the yeah, end. Right. You'll get five each. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't need five. That's fine. <laughs> I enjoyed the uh, graphics of the uh, managers, the respective managers on the screens at Wembley. Oh, Klopp is getting more handsome. Do you think? As Giroud is getting uglier. Oh, controversial. Now he's grown his beard, he's getting uglier and Klopp's well, getting more less of him, so that <laughs> yeah, does make exactly sense. Yeah. That does make sense. Uh, we're going to talk about the Premier League after this. Hi, I'm Frank Lobov. You're listening to the Football Ramble. Foot, football Ramble. Jim, Arsenal's title dream is oh, over. Going out. They lost 3-2. <laughs> does anyone want anything? To Manchester United. <laughs> Didn't we just... Uh, Mark, another marvellous Marcus for you you all to enjoy yeah. uh, Marcus Mark Rashford, Rashford. Mark, yeah otherwise known as uh, Van Hal said that youngsters typically play well in their first match but not so in the second mm. so according to uh, Van Hal he is a special talent because he's played well two games on the go I really enjoyed um, a couple of points or one point chiefly that Thierry Henry made I know he's not really been the greatest pundit since he's taken over but he's starting to settle into the role now and he was talking about how players that are that young don't do the things they're trained or coached to do because they're sort of overcome by the occasion mm-hmm, yeah. and that makes them very difficult to Instinct. defend against. It's a very uh, Yeah, it's hard to predict what they're going to do and he was mm. saying that Marcus Rashford in the game against Michelin uh, particularly 
was um, was really benefiting from that yeah. because he was just playing on like pure instinct. Well, I mean, against Arsenal as well, he was harrying the defenders uh, like just with insane sort of pace and, and just doggedness. And I think that probably is a symptom of that, isn't it? You're just so eager to be involved and you've got so much adrenaline yeah. bursting through your veins that you just need to, you actually need to let it out. Yeah. I think, I think this season, when Manchester United stopped playing to Louis van Gaal's um, plans, I think they played better, <laughs> which is yeah. which is indicative yeah. of a wider problem with that team. But Ma- uh, Marcus, Marcus Rochford was his name Marcus Ro- Rochford Rashford. it's because we were looking Rashford. at we were looking at a Rochford uh, album keep, you before. You keep talking to me about the '80s recording artist Rochford. Well, I was on the radio. Fans works. Well, I was. Well, I was on. I was on the radio. I was on the radio at the time doing like a, a music show, and when Rashford scored the first goal, I started playing Rochford's "Cuddly Tie." I thought, "Oh, sorry, I'll play the whole thing." Yeah. And while it was still playing, he scored, he scored another one. Are you taking credit then? Massively. <laughs> Massively. I have, to, I have to say, I got really excited. I mean, because the second goal was Jimmy. You, I'm sure you were very frustrated by because oh, the yeah. poor defending and that sort of stuff. Um, but the first goal, I got excited because obviously. He's young and English on the striker mm. and the way the ball fell to him it, it reminded me a bit of a Robbie Fowler type thing. oh you can't teach that yeah, yeah. you can't teach yeah, instinct yeah, yeah, to be in the it. right yeah. place at the right well, time right. and yes I know he's only two games into his career but if he's still doing that in ten years time Ruin we'll, him. we'll have a player terrible Ruin terrible him. news for Jamie Vardy this there's oh, no way he's so. going to the Euros I should probably take him because yeah. he's playing for United like <laughs> yeah but I mean Gabriel's non-clearance for the first goal was absolutely criminal and he and Koscielny were so so bad for the second one yeah. all three of Arsenal's goals were completely avoidable there's no excuse for two seasoned centre-backs like that to let Rashford do such a basic yeah. centre-forward move and get away with it. I know what you're saying, Jim, but the two Arsenal goals you could say Manchester Absolutely. United. Absolutely. I mean, it should have been nil-nil. It, it, it was a kind of <laughs> crazy game, game in that sense, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? it um, I mean, it, this, it was, you know, a, a, in theory, I suppose, and on paper, a very very weakened United side. They had a lot of injuries out there playing a lot of young players. It's, the fact Arsenal still scored twice while playing so badly mm. should show you that actually if they, if they <laughs> went up there with a pair... They, they should have actually been able to win it, but they, they mm. were just absolutely disgraceful. That is not a team that that can win a win a title. Well, there can be no pretension of that if no. you're going to turn up in such a massive game. Yeah, well, Graham Sooners fail so badly. He said Arsenal bordered on being a joke. Big players make others play. The big personalities, the big players drag the lesser likes with them when things are going badly. Absolutely. Who does that for Arsenal today? Where is a Tony Adams, the Thierry Henry's? <clears throat> excuse me, lost my voice there. Having a moan up at half time when it's not going well. You know what he means. He's right. Absolutely. He's right. Well, you know, this big game bottling thing that Arsenal um, <clears throat> are so famous for did did feel like it had gone for a while. You know, we won, we came through some big tests earlier in the season and it just seems to be back to square one. And after the game, Arsene Wenger said, I cannot fault our spirit, our commitment, our desire. Unfortunately, we conceded two easy goals. I mean, I I can fault all of those things <laughs> yeah. start from here because none of those things were in any way evident enough. I wonder if Welbeck, timid. Welbeck looked like he fancied it. Yeah, Welbeck, Welbeck's probably the. I was thinking about this on the way. He's the, the only studio. player who seems to be putting. He, he's the only in. one that you would you would in that team he played on Sunday who who you'd think yeah I'd back him I'd, I'd, mm. I'd believe it for him I believe it. So when you look at the three tests that were put across the three top teams in the Premier League, um, Leicester came through theirs dramatically. Spurs went a goal behind and came through mm-hmm. theirs. Uh, in a game that they're expected to win because that brings its own pressure. Mm-hmm. Arsenal had everything lined up for them to win that game yeah. at Old Trafford with all the injuries that United have had and the disarray that United are in. And, Still and a tough place to go. It is. But Absolutely. I, it I mean, is. you never have a God-given right to win at no. Old Trafford, but this no. is such a good opportunity to do so. Well, it's not one there in the league for 10 years. It's, yeah, well, so, I mean, it's, ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely yeah. ridiculous. So, so everything's, I say everything's set up for them. Of course, they've still got to go and win the game and both teams want to win. I understand that, but you yeah. take my point. Yeah. And Arsenal... and. Just to follow up on something you said earlier, Jim, about how they've come through a few tests this season. They have, but that was before the pressure was on in the yeah, league. Yeah, absolutely. Secondly, the biggest, one of the, the best chances they had to get another three points on the board was um, 
was at Stanford Bridge in September, yeah. I think it was, or was it November? And and they, they just dished out a regulation 2-0 win. Yeah, a lot of that Chelsea was um, with, with get Darth sending up, sendings off, which they should have been bigger than. But Everyone this is was it. winning There's there. There's a variety of, absolute variety of ways to fall apart for Arsenal. It's quite but impressive. You're right. Every, everyone was winning there, and it, Arsenal t- came up, and it was like, the three oh, teams, it's the same old like it was last season. The three yeah. teams that Goals won and at Stamford Bridge. Everybody loved it. The, yeah, the three <laughs> teams that won at Stamford Bridge around that period where Arsenal were beaten easily by Chelsea were Crystal Palace, Bournemouth, and Newcastle. Mm. The performances that Arsenal have had of late demand that those players get on the training ground and go back to basics, just stop conceding stupid goals, just use that as a platform to actually start playing again. <coughs> and the other team I've said that most about this season is Villa. And that, that the mentality doesn't look a million miles away. It just it, you look at the performance and you think, performance and think, what are, what are you playing for? The, yeah. What have you come to Old Trafford for? What are you trying to get out of this? Because mm. it looks like you're just you're just sort of fine with losing. The reason, and what the hell is that as a title push? The reason why I think Arsenal won't win the league is because Arsenal are having their same old season. Absolutely, it just so happens. It's endemic, isn't it? it is, yeah, absolutely. You don't. It just so happens that Manchester City aren't playing particularly well, and Chelsea have obviously dropped way off. Spurs are in the ascendancy, mm. and Leicester are playing like a dog with two watsits. You know, well, not, maybe not this week, but they, they, they're having a magnificent season. But there's absolutely no excuse. So one of the biggest excuses, or not excuses, one of the biggest reasons that Arsene Wenger has given for them not winning more titles and is that there's financial doping in football in the shape of Chelsea, Man City, and to a lesser extent, Manchester United. Well, guess what, Arsene? None of those three are, t- are seriously challenging for the league. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason Arsenal shouldn't be better than Leicester, and there's actually no reason Arsenal shouldn't be better than Spurs. There's no, there's not, not really much between them. And if you look at Leicester and Spurs, you can go through their lineups every week and mm. go, that player's got a lot of fight and determination. That player's got an edge. Look at Spurs. Deli Alley's got an edge. Dyer's got an edge. Mm-hmm. Vertonghen's got an edge. Alderweireld's got an edge. Kane's got an edge. Loris even shown Danny more than Arsenal has. Yeah. Leicester, Vardy, um, Vasilevsky, Drink Water, Drinkwater, Huth, Ogazaki. Yeah. Oh, there's so many yeah, of them exactly who really, right. really want it. And I don't. I just don't. I look at Arsenal, I and mean, even when they show that they want to believe it, like like Ramsey a little bit show, it gives a little. Yeah, bit Ram- Ramsey always works hard. But I still don't believe him though, Jim. I just mm. don't believe it. He wants it enough. He's playing in a dysfunctional midfield it doesn't suit him playing with Coquelin and um, it's, it's not suited him playing with Flamini and part of the problem is that all of the fight is in Flamini and, <laughs> yeah, it's, it and it's got no focus at all it's just pure fight it's, he's not even sentient anymore yeah. it's no. just this burning mobile was, rage leave your fight with him but it was, I'll, yeah. show, I'll show you how it's done I'll give a penalty yeah. away but it was, yeah, the ball. absolutely a problem is though a feeling and I'm sure you will all agree with this a feeling that you associate with Arsenal and you don't even have to be an Arsenal fan to know this is stress it is. They're a stressy team, aren't they? The fans got on their back. They seem to panic. They get, you know, the same old things pile on top. And it's just an endemic thing at the club because it's been going on for such a long time. And how do you come out of a phase like that? I just wonder, I think you said this actually before the mics came on, Luke, that how much does Wenger's team seems to mirror... It's a mirror image of him. The so man. He, so he's, yeah. he's lost... For me, as a, as a casual observer, he has lost that steel and that determination. If everyone yeah. knows, I mean, like, I don't think older. anyone can doubt and, that. And just, a, just a reflection of that. And even when you go out to these great Arsenal teams, and everyone will, will wheel out stuff like Vieira and Petit and stuff, fine. But look at players like Henri and Bergkamp and Overmars even. They wanted to win mm, so yeah, much. Yeah. And they and they invariably did. Yeah, and, and, and Arsenal, even the players who make to look like they really care, 
again, they go back to Ramsey. I just don't believe it as much. Mm-hmm. Well, they, look, they well, look at Ramsey. Not, well, Ramsey had two pretty decent chances in the last match uh, last week, and he just didn't put them away. He's not he having a brilliant season. season he's not having a good season. But like, okay uh, season. But, he's but, had patches of form. And then you've got the bloke who who wanted that uh, that centre forward position, Theo Walcott. Who just uh, oh his, God, his, just his an absolute a passenger. Yeah, absolute mm. passenger. It's, yeah, Walcott needs to needs to decide what what he wants to be in this team. But he needs depth up top. 140 grand a week. I would happily listen to offers for him yeah and the thing is <laughs> and I'm like, putting myself forward as your agent mate <laughs> I've, got nothing, I've got nothing against Walcott he seems like a nice guy he's a lovely man yeah but but at the moment he looks like a children's author masquerading as a footballer yeah. rather than the other way around I wouldn't trust him in my car keys I would not trust him <laughs> in my car keys like. but he, I, he I would think probably a, lose him and make some excuse about how it wasn't his he fault he wouldn't steal but it though no he wouldn't there's no, a no. veneer of arrogance for, for me with uh, with him though I just think he, he, uh, I I belong here and I need and I need to be up top it's like a, yeah. your goals record Week by week, uh, you know, if you spread it out over the season, you don't score enough goals. No. Mm. But you go through patches where you score loads, and it's like you need to do this every week. He's week got in, week like out. eighty-four goals for Arsenal ever over a long period of time. You know, you would think it would be more than like that. <laughs> about ten years. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, think, yeah, I think he's coming up to it. Yeah. I think my worry for Arsenal would be after that. I mean, as I say, they're having the same old season. Blah 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 blah. But just to add to all this, that that loss against Barcelona, you got to half time. They were nil nil. Mm. They were digging in. And they still ended the game broken, and they look broken in the uh, the interviews after. But you've got and to get over that. No, I know, Jim, but you've got to get over that. How are they going to get over it? You know, and this all neatly plays into Spurs' hands mm. because Spurs, you thought to yourself, oh, are they going to, as Arsenal fans would say, Spurs it up? They went one nil down to a poor side. It was this going to be like the FA Cup game against Crystal Palace? They were hammering the goal, but they got there and they won the game. And, and what, you saw the atmosphere in the I ground. I was about to say, what else has Spurs got on their side? The atmosphere that absolutely White Lens, yeah. White Lens had a great atmosphere for years, yeah. you know. And I mean, Tottenham used the second youngest starting eleven in the Premier League this season uh, for for a match, according to uh, some of the papers, averaging twenty four years old. They're three points above Arsenal now, but th- this is a crucial week for them because they've got West Ham away, and then of course they've got that game against Arsenal. And going into it, yeah. depending on what happens midweek, of course, you'd have to say Spurs oh, are favourites. Yeah, I mean, you, they, you, are, they, will, they will be favourites. Yeah, they absolutely certainly but, will be. Arsenal have to beat Tottenham to arrest the slide in their own team. Uh, Arsenal have Swansea before that as well, and obviously, you know. That's equally important, but um, yeah, you just look at that and think you know, Spurs on current form are abs- absolutely going to win that. And also, I think I think maybe because Spurs think they're going to w- win the league every season, they're not phased by the pressure of actually being up there. Yeah. I thought, oh, is, that, is that a thinly filled dig, Jim? Oh, is that all you've got? It's, yeah. a, it's more a scramble Empty. in the dirt. I loved, Empty. I read in the newspaper on the way up that Pochettino's going to change out his two fullbacks for the game against West Ham. I just thought the ball's on the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving that. Yeah. I'm loving it. I swap the fullbacks around. Got well, two more. I don't. Care. Well, what I would say, Spurs fans, now listen to me now. I think we were talking about this on on the the phoning show we do in America. So the Spurs fans are getting a bit jittery, and a, n- a number of my mates are Spurs fans. Yeah, right. even even American Spurs fans. Which yeah, is really funny. <laughs> yeah, they were like, no, this is this is not us. You know, yeah. I said it's like being on an aeroplane. If you bit of turbulence and it's a bit of unrest and whatnot, you look at the stewards and the yeah. and the and the, the stewardesses, you know, and, and whatnot. Listen to the pilot's voice. Yeah, and they're all calm. You're calm. Yeah, just keep looking at Pochettino. Yeah, just keep He's looking great. at that man. The I'll, I'll man put a film on. <laughs> He's the difference here. I wouldn't trade him for any any manager in the Premier League. No, right? He's right. Doing you wouldn't. Would you? Yeah, you I, I personally am just hoping for a for a fox in the chicken house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they also a lasagna in the belly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Right. one of the Either things or. that I've seen Spurs fans point out um, about the game at the weekend is they did that they turn around turned that around without Dembele in the team as well mm, which yeah. he's been excellent but for them the thing, the thing that Tottenham have um, which all teams have um, 
when they look like they're going to win the league is you just knew they were going to win that game. Even when they were 1-0 down, you just knew they were going to win it. Well, they you know, say they... that, but I think Spurs fans wouldn't agree with you. Well, they've won. That's their sixth Premier League win in a row. Yep. So they're, they're yeah. definitely, they've definitely got something about them. In a sense, though, a team's own fans are the, are the last people that should be judging things like that because mm. you're too, too emotionally involved in it. Well, but, okay. You know, from, from an outsider's point of view, it's just, mm. it just never I, in I, doubt. I think, I, think, I, I think when they went a goal behind, I, didn't, I think they went a goal behind fairly early. I was, if I was Wait, to empathise... Yeah, 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 no, I know, but I'm just trying to say when, when the goal went in early, I, th- I wasn't at any point thinking, oh God, they're, they're, they're ruined, they're finished here. <laughs> I was much more worried for Leicester than I was for Spurs. Mm. Yeah. That way. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm sure Spurs fans don't share that, but they, mm. but they, got, they got the three points. Mm. But so did little Leicester. They did, they Hey! Even at Lucky Lucky well, we were talking about different Come on, tests. you foxes! <laughs> Get in that chicken coop! Yeah. <laughs> we, we were talking about, obviously, different tests they were going to face and, and whatnot. And the last-minute winner against Norwich at home to win 1-0 mm. is it, not the stuff of title I've got, um, favourites or champions. I've or got whatnot. two points on Leicester. One is that they... I think, that I think that's the only... The third time this season they've had more possession. So well, they, 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 that's what we talked about and as that's well, a, and that's a test for them. And they'll have the yeah. same against West Brom. I think West Brom will like to like them to have the ball, and that might try and nullify them that yeah. way. Which Norris did quite successfully for eighty nine minutes. Yeah. Second point is, I think Kante's injured for two weeks. Ooh, he is, that's he's a, a huge, massive huge loss for them. Miss. Well, the, the games that he's Although, in, uh, Jeff Schlapp is back, so you know this positive team Hope it's not an Arsenal Vega two weeks either. Shut up. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually two weeks. Well, Leicester of West Brom at home, and then Watford away. And Kante looks like he'll be out for those two games. So I said maybe for Watford away. Obviously, Watford having a, a decent season, you, they could revert to that more cautious style. Mm. But then they have Newcastle at home and Palace away in March. Now you look at that, and obviously it's it's never this easy. But they perhaps should go into April top of the league. I mean, well, by, I well, they it, it, you know, they should indeed. But it, you know, Norwich. Sorry, Leicester fans. Yeah, <laughs> Norwich. You know, took them to the 89th minute by just defending, and you know, Norwich are by no means a great team. So mm. if other teams who are better than Norwich, which is you know most, most of them, of them yeah. uh, start using that as a template, it could be that they frustrate Leicester and that that rhythm mm. gets upset. But you know, they've conceded. I think it's is it four goals in the last nine games, mm. Leicester, which is crazy. So they're really tight at the back as well. It's just they do face. They, they just face more respect than they would have before now. So it'd be I'd interesting be in, to see what they do. I'd be interested to see, it, hopefully, West Brom, because West Brom played with Sessegnon and Berahino against Palace. And they, mm-hmm. and they worked really well for them. They looked better. I'd, I'd love to see West Brom really squeeze Leicester and make that Leicester defence push further up the pitch and leave a bit of space and see what they're like defending mm, that way. Because yeah. I don't think they've done that that much this season. But just to build on your point, Marcus, about um, about um, Leicester should be top of the top of the league when we go into April. The fixtures they've got, if they're yeah. not top of the league going to April, it'll be, it'll be like being relegated to League Two. <laughs> they, well, they, they, they have to be top in April. They probably don't deserve it if they can't get through this no, month without picking up agree. at least 12 points. But we're, we're one or two games into that nine-game stretch where all their games are winnable. You, you say at least 12 points, is it most Sorry, 12 points? Sorry, uh, most 12 points. <laughs> I, I just can't well, you to build on that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, and the porridge in a pear tree. Yeah, that's right. You didn't put the porridge, you get yeah. 13. I can't believe I'm relying on Leicester to avert my own personal nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> How much consolation? Never have foreseen this. How much consolation would it be if Leicester win the league with Arsenal second? Oh, that'll be fine. From where I'm sitting now, that'd be amazing. I I think you'd take it as it is now. Leicester top, Spurs second, and Arsenal third. Uh, Mentioning West Brom, though, obviously they they beat Pardew's Palace. Pardew came under fire in a a recent press conference, didn't he? And he he looked rather angry. Little little factoid for you: Um, Crystal Palace had the same points as Spurs on Boxing Day. 
Gordon Bennett. I mean, they're, Look eight, at them now. they're eight points above the relegation zone and, and haven't won in ten. I mean, if Newcastle win the game in hand, Pete, they go five points behind. You got Arthur's a hand Palace. it. Start. You got a hand it to Peter. He called it. He did. <laughs> well, well, they lost. You know, he said Peter said all along in the face of some some opposition. I have to say, he said not Pardew, for, or not on this show. No, no, we were very supportive. <laughs> Pardew cannot address a slide. He cannot no, address a slide. Their last not. Premier League win was on the nineteenth of December. Mm. He can't turn it around. Once once no. he gets found out by his own players, he just can't turn it around. People lose a little bit of respect from him. You go, oh, he's not this this Jack the Lad hero that we all yeah, know. I mean, the idea of him being England manager now seems absurd. Well, no, well you'll later. notice that this week all of the England <laughs> chat got ramped up considerably because he sees that as an exit strategy. Because you know England don't have that many people in waiting in the wings, so mm. he genuinely believes he could leak b- before the end you of the can, season he can for it. Settle back down to the England. Which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is England from being Palace. England being an escape. <laughs> Oh, respect. Mad. Do you, is but they, they, just, they play like an absolute train in the first mm. half against West Brom. They were so, so bad. Yeah. Is it fair to say, Pete, you kept pretty quiet up until now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would lose it. Yeah, but I, I like Palace. I don't, just don't like him. No, you've got, probably got, got a few bedsheets that the fans can He's borrow, messed right? up enough clubs. <laughs> and you got your bedsheets ready to hand up <laughs> the Palace fans outside the ground. Well, I bought some new ones, actually. I could use the, an old one. Are they yeah. on, they're on 32 points, 32 I think. Points. So they're not going to be relegated. but I mean, they won't be. What a missed opportunity. They haven't won in 10 games. And I mean, also, Conor Wickham scoring a couple. Yeah. Um, I mean, one was a beauty, by the it way. It was, yeah. Um, they, they've really struggled for the goals, Palace. Have. Yeah, really mm. badly struggled. But it's like you said, it, has, has one of the strikers scored yet? Yeah, well, Wickham now, yeah. <laughs> they're only, I mean, they're, they're, their strikers between them can only have a handful of goals in total yeah. in the league this season. Wickham did really well for the first goal as well, to be honest. He basically made that happen. But, I mean, it's the other end where it's the, the problem, isn't it? The Berahino goal, it was a great finish from Berahino. But that pass the, was amazing. The, the pass was mm. amazing, but it was the only thing that was on. That was yeah. the only way there was going to be any danger in that situation and like two maybe even three defenders just weren't alive to it mm. he should never have been scoring from there no I know what you mean, yeah. They, they, and they, they got hit, they got absolutely one, two, three in the first half. They, um, they, yeah. It was like um like Barry Davis said that famous that time, it's an early kickoff here and some of the defenders, defenders are still having breakfast. breakfast. It wasn't an early yeah. kickoff really, but yeah. I mean they were so bad. It's hard because I saw them play uh, in the League Cup earlier this season against lower league opposition at Sellers Park. And they wrestled a few players and brought a few players in at that point, and they were still doing well in the league at the time. And at that point, I thought they've got good strength and depth here, Palace. They really have. Yeah. I mean, they were bringing players on in all sorts of positions, and you thought, yeah, they're decent, they're a decent team. Mm-hmm. They looked, at, they looked apart. The they really did. Yeah. And it's, it just goes to show you, as Pete says, as soon as a spell wears off for Alan Pardew, very hard to turn it around again. It's almost like Sherwood Max. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Sherwood Max. I don't know. I think sugar free. He's got more. He, you know, he's got more about him than Sherwood. Do you know what I mean? Like Sherwood Plus, if you like. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I went down to uh, to Palace and watched them beat Newcastle five one for granted, which is not yeah. great shakes this season. But it looks I mean, good now, doesn't it? Yeah. It looks blooming great. I, rem- I remember talking about it, Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, we're going to go abroad after this. Uh, uh, should Scotland be an independent country? Yes or, or no? Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on. There we go. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my cube, but I'm listening to the football ramble. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. In La Liga, Atleti beat Real Madrid 1-0 at the Bernabeu. <laughs> Cristiano at the touch. He did. <laughs> according to, according to journalist Sid Lowe, under Simeone, Atletico have gone to the Bernabeu and beaten Mourinho, Ancelotti, and Zidane. <laughs> Another clean sheet for uh, Atleti. They've conceded just 11 goals in the league this season in 26 games. 11 goals all season they've conceded. Mm. They move four points above uh, Madrid. They're still eight points behind um, Barcelona. But their defensive record, it's a shame that they, they don't score. A few more at the other end because they would be right up there with Barcelona. Of course, uh, he's, he's, Simeone's clearly got them exceptionally well drilled. I, I think. I think with the um, with the Ronaldo quote, it's so funny because uh, he, to me, it looked like he, he said what he said and, and slated everyone said they weren't at his level. And then it was almost like a, a penny dropped in his mind, and he was like. I've got to go back in that dressing room. Remember? <laughs> no. uh, surely the boss has dropped the nut on him. Uh, yeah, maybe. It, it, it must be the case that, you know, Zidane would surely know, or Pepe, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, Zidane using Pepe or as a puppet. Or Pepe headbutted him in the back of the head, and Zidane headbutted him in the front of the head Ooh. at the same time. Yeah, so and that, that went... gave him some clarity of thought, and he just did it of his own <laughs> yeah. accord. Maybe that's how they do it. They double team him. But yeah, it, it, clearly it sounded like someone had been in his ear, and he was like, I, I want to make it clear I am not better than my teammates. But that's the thing, he clearly is. Yeah. He demonstrably <laughs> yeah. is as well. The whole, it's just mad all over. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was his level of fitness, though, Jim, wasn't he? he was yeah, of course he was. He also said, I'm not saying other players like Lucas Vasquez, Jesse, Jesse sorry, and Kovacic are not good players. They are very good players, but it's not the same. Yeah, they're what? just sluggish knobs. Why have you singled them out then? Yeah. <laughs> why have you picked those three? Why Maybe he means why? everyone else. Yeah. Why, why have you written their name on their hand? Why have you written their <laughs> name on their hand? <laughs> they are just not even... They're not even making it hard for Barca, are they? This I, season. I, I it's like really... To, he also no, said, they're, they're strolling through. He also said, I like to play with Benzema, with Bale, with Marcelo. Yeah. You're making this worse. Yeah. I don't want to disrespect anyone, but when the players aren't available, it's harder to win. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely extraordinary. Atletico are a good team, you know. Sometimes that's how how football yeah. goes, you know. know. But, but the thing, but Ronaldo missed two good chances. He well, he's been missing a few lately. He hasn't missed he? their best two chances, as far as I was concerned, or as far as I saw. Sorry. In the game, you can't then come out and say, "Well, we, we're yeah. just uh, these other players are not pulling their weight." He did against Malaga as well. It's just you know it, that has been a, a, a new sort of facet to his game. Do you think this this rant was partly because this could well be his last season at the Bernabeu? It may be the case that even yeah. he doesn't know what he's doing next season yet. The journalists in Spain are winding him up. That's what's happening. You know, he said, "Well, you lot think I'm." You know, used to swear. Uh, he said, but the facts speak for themselves, and he was he was mouthing them off in the Champions League as well. I just think that he is getting frustrated with himself, hmm. but he's taking it out on other people. You know, and yeah, and, and, and in, you know, in 
in, in sports psychology, isn't it? I was speaking to our, our good friend Scott, Jim, and, and, he, and he was saying that you're reading something recently that, you know, in sports psychology you have two basic options of what people are. Well, in fact, in life you've got, to use two tennis players' examples, John McEnroe's and Bjorn Borg's. Mm. And, a, and a McEnroe is the type where he says, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. Mm. And if, if it goes wrong for him or anything, blames everybody else. Yeah. Mm. Everybody else. Whereas Bjorn Borg thinks, you know, good player, always improve, always improve. And if he if he if he gets knocked down or he gets a bit of criticism it goes away, improves, comes back. You know, and that's Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It really is. Winners and, and sinners. Well, uh, well if we, you like. We talk quite a bit on the show <laughs> we, we talk a bit on this show about individualism in football and how it's it's, it's it's moving towards a, a, a sport which is becoming less about a team and more about the individual. And and in no better example is there than Cristiano Ronaldo for that. I mean, he, he he clearly has to deliver press quotes after games. He gets mm. he gets asked by journalists certain things, and and he finds it difficult sometimes. I think to 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 hide his frustration both on and off the pitch, mm-hmm. and and it manifests itself in this way. I think to be honest, I think having a little joke about it earlier as we were. I mean, I, all those players in the sport are going to know what he's like. They, yeah. I, I've heard a lot of people say he's actually a really good guy. Yeah, in I've fact, never heard a bad word said about him in the person. Cristiano Ronaldo and Danny Dyer are two people where you regularly hear that they're <laughs> absolutely about lovely. Danny Dyer as well. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't aware of that one. Oh, goodness. Was Danny Dyer to blame for the defeat? Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mag? Mm. Right, uh, yeah, Barcelona, the beat Sevilla 2-1. Nice free kick from Messi. I, yeah. I haven't actually Ooh. seen the Barcelona oh, game, brilliant. I have to concede. Oh, it's lovely. Luis Suarez won the 2015 Best Latin American Player of the Year so if We're talking about, in, going back to what Sunez said earlier, we're talking about players who make other players better. If, if that's the only, uh, I'm not saying it is, but it, for the sake of argument, if that's the only rationale for, for the best players in the world, then mm. Luis Suarez is the best player in the world. Yeah. There is not a player in, the, in yeah. world football that makes other players yeah. around him better. He is, he he is, is so good. good. He, he does, it's almost like he says to his team, we are going to perform at a certain level, whatever the result here, and mm-hmm. I'm not taking no for an answer. Yeah. And in, in a way, Vardy does it, but to a lesser extent. Yeah, but, yeah. but Suarez, it just does not take no for an answer. Work, imagine yeah. being a defender against him. He's obviously absolute class. He can, he can take the ball past you. He can finish and all the rest of it. But he hurries the defenders. Yeah. He, he never Runs just, at them. Yeah, he never stops. What, what happened? Imagine if Arsenal had got him. Yeah, well, that was such a bizarre situation. Was it? Can I just say, actually, on Barcelona, um, obviously they played very well at the Emirates and uh, the performance uh, from Arsenal on Sunday was uh, not what a lot of people were expecting. And that is why they are a bunch of absolute mugs who have walked straight into our tra- <laughs> trap. They just have no idea of the shellacking they're going to get yeah, at, really, at the new camp. I'm yeah. embarrassed for them. Jim, I'm embarrassed really, by them. So they, they don't know it. You're right, they don't. The, they, Friday, they no the Friday show after Arsenal play Barcelona in the second leg is going to be some glory for you in there. Yeah. You must Absolutely. be looking forward to that, mate. You've probably got yeah, your diary ready. It's going to be great. Yeah. We'll probably do it live. Indeed. <laughs> well, do, do remember the preview show, of course, sponsored by Bet365 uh, this Friday morning, uh, where Jim will be laughing all the way to the Champions League final. <laughs> all the way to the asylum. Actually, no, it won't be this week. It'll be the no, week after. He can sorry. laugh yeah, all the way to the Champions yeah. League final next week if he wants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> laugh every week. That is the perfect time to do it, Jim. Yeah. It's yeah. perhaps your last opportunity. Your laugh is like honey in my ears. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, Seriously, um, get this honey out my ear. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, Athletic Bilbao, they beat uh, Gary Elville's uh, Valencia. Oh, Negredo again. Did you yeah. see it? Yeah, they got 3-0, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he had a, a back bad Back in the habit, Jim. On. Back in oh, the habit. a bad miss. Does that mean that um, Neville's contract offer has been removed again? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't that long ago, Luke, that they had a four-match on beat and run. It's true. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so lest we forget. Um, Arith Adjurith uh, yes. scored for, for Bilbao, didn't he? He's 35 years old. Mm. And... Um, it's really interesting. He's he's had the best spell of his career by some distance, like since he was about 
you know, 31, 32. He mm. really, really blossomed as a striker like in his band. 30s. Mm. But like closer. Yeah, very much like that. Well, it's just 30- nice to see, isn't mm. it? Speaking of 35-year-olds in, in, in Spain, Di Michaelis, there's, there's talk of him maybe going back to Malaga. A, a player who's not enjoying the best of his <laughs> 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 I, I did think to myself, because he, there, was, there, was, there was talk of him maybe going um, to Argentina. According to uh, Pellegrini, well, well, showing him pictures of Adrian. Going, see, it can be done. It can be done at this age. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah, a good man, Dean Jones at Bleacher, said that he, he was going to go back to uh, Argentina and then Malaga may come in with his offer. And I thought, if you're 35 and you think, little swan song in Malaga, yeah, yeah. That, that is the epitome of a lovely old job, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, Jim says about the, uh, the fact that Adrian is a striker and it's more interesting. It's because. You're right, and it's because when you're a striker, you've actually got to make things happen. Mm. So when mm. you're a defender, well, you've got to do stop things happening, which so, so automatically seems like it's easier. So really, Dean McAllister should be doing a lot better. He should yeah. be. Should be. <laughs> what a needlessly unfair comparison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was unfair, but it wasn't needless. Yeah, there we are. Um, right, uh, a couple of other big results uh, from Europe. Juve beat uh, Inter 2-0 in the Derby of Italy. Of course, they go four points clear at the top before Napoli have played um, this evening as we are recording on the Monday evening. Buffon's not conceded in 746 minutes in Serie A now, which is a new personal best They're for the big d- man. Just outrageous at the moment. <laughs> he, thinks he, he thinks he's Fraser Forster. He does. He? he really does. I mean, obviously... <laughs> Letty have got a wonderful uh, defensive record. Juve aren't that far behind them. They've only conceded 15 in 27 league games this season. You should have done them first and built up to Athletic. I should have done. underwhelming. Then. I sort yeah. of regret that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should have done Gary Neville and, yeah. then, and then we got on yeah. from there. Yeah. <laughs> um, or I could have said that Aston Villa have gone uh, 210 minutes without uh, winning a corner. Oh, is that true? Apparently so. Oh, my okay. God. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but the last team to score against uh, Juve in the league was Sampdoria which was nine, nine Serie A matches ago. They've conceded two goals in the last 11 matches in all competitions. That was against Bayern. It was yeah. just unbelievable. I can't believe they came back in midweek, though, in the Champions League. Yeah, they like, yeah. it, it was a good performance. I mean, it's still, yeah. obviously, quite heavily in Bayern's mm. favour, but still, in the second leg, there's a lot of life in that uh, tie. Yeah, but it's, it's nice to hear of, of, say, Juventus and Atletico Buffon, there's another one doing very well as an old age. What's wrong with Dean I think he's even older than that. Yeah, what is wrong? That's how it works. Look at Attenborough. Yeah. David Attenborough <laughs> still exactly. absolutely tearing it well, up in the way world beyond of Europe documentary well. filmmaking Attenborough's doing Planet Earth 2 soon exactly he's not slowing down no Does way sequel what's your excuse Dean Michaelis <laughs> <laughs> uh, where else were we oh yes you've just say that it's nice that we often talk about there's not many great defenders and great defending and so on and so forth you look at the records of Juventus and Atletico yeah they are, they are Jim. It's still happening. It's still happening. Uh, Leon beat PSG. They ended mm. PSG's 36 oh. uh, match on beaten run. Are PSG having a wobble? They are. <laughs> well, how we, many points in front of they now? We, we go into the last 10 matches with 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 them only uh, with a 23 point lead, of course, Ooh. at the top of league. Uh, so it was a crucial one. Ex, yeah. ex, like ex, like ex, a jelly on a trampoline, <laughs> wobbling all over the place. Ex, ex Newcastle star Olivia Kemen. Uh, came right? on, came on, made yeah. the difference, he, he, sealed the points. He'll do that. Kemen sounds a little there. bit like Cartman um, trying to persuade someone. Come in, I like that. Come in. Yeah, uh, Dada's touch for the uh, the second. That was Leon a fantastic. Yeah. Burkamp-esque. Bit of, yeah, um, um, bit of backspin. Just like yeah. the keeper getting it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. Cornet's one for the uh, or Cornet. Sorry, should I say? Hmm. I'm not sure actually. I've never done French. It's, it's Cornet. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, that was a lovely one too. 
Lovely all round. Lovely. What yeah. a lovely weekend of sport. It certainly was. Lucas, Lucas Moura did his, did his best to sort of drag PSG through that. Yeah. He hit the post. Uh, I, think, I think he might have been offside, though, but yeah. he, 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 he was very, very lively. Well, it was their, their first oh, domestic good. loss since Bordeaux beat them uh, last March. It's almost like PSG have financially doped the entire country. <laughs> yeah. Last March! Yeah, I know. That's I, why Leon celebrate I, like I they won. The, <laughs> they lost 1 0 to Madrid back in November, so they've lost uh, two games in 42 this season. Mm, not good Ridiculous. Enough. Not good enough. Uh, speaking of not good enough, let's go to FIFA House. Yeah, um, uh, Gianni Infantino, of course, the aforementioned yeah. man. We've the got new, what we need. The new president An of FIFA. Swiss guy. <laughs> shaking <laughs> it up. <laughs> He's a trained lawyer, but he has been working for UEFA since 2000 as general secretary. Wasn't Blatter general secretary yeah. member for FIFA? Uh, yeah. A little did bit of history think it just repeating. Is, is Blatter? Could it's be. like Doctor Who. Oh, it's just a regeneration. It is a stat for Stem cells. Uh, he is the ninth president of FIFA. The organisation has been around for 112 years. <laughs> so they've had, they've had eight presidents in 112 years. That makes the average presidential stint of FIFA 14 years. Yeah. Vampiric. Now that's, I mean... Arsene uh, Wenger-esque. Uh, I, I heard uh, Greg Dyke on Five Live um, talking about how he, re- he really supported Infantino. And, he did, yeah. Uh, and so That'll come back to bite him on the what's he's, he's a really nice... No, I, you know what I was thinking? You're lining yourself up for another bid, aren't you, Greg? <laughs> oh, he, he basically said so. You want another bid? We did, yeah. yeah. Well, Infantino said that um, they, the bidding for 2026 should happen in the next few months because apparently it should have happened last year, but I think they were busy. Uh, Hiding then, the money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Setting being fire in to jail. a load of invoices. <laughs> and laptops. Yeah. Uh, All we, the power was going to the shredder. Yeah. <laughs> None of the computers worked. Because <laughs> the laptop's going through the shredder. <laughs> Could we get transparent? See-through shredders? That's not a point. <laughs> the Set was one around with a real strong neodymium. Is it dynamium magnet suit? Just yeah. going walking and standing next to all the computers so all the hard drives crashed. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Greg Dyke said, we haven't bid for any FIFA tournaments of late. Okay, well what? done. Well, well done. But they've, they've been allocated. Yeah. That's why. And, and one of them, bid you did them. bid for one. Like, yeah. It's the most stupid thing. Largely because we didn't trust the system following the bids of 2018 and 2022. You know what, Greg? I don't, I don't trust you. Yeah. I think you're imbecile. What, what, what tournaments can he, could he have bid for after yeah. that? It's not <laughs> taking place. Olympics. He did say that now Blatt has gone, England could bid for the, uh, well, it's a different organisation, Jim. Um, <laughs> England, could, there, Jim. <laughs> England could bid for the 2028 European Championships or the 2030 World Cup. Great. So, uh, you know. And if we don't get at least two of those tournaments, <laughs> I'd be annoyed. <laughs> then, actually one of, didn't he say, like, I would imagine it'd have to just be one. You probably can't have both. Yeah, like, sure. I mean, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> You're the head of the FA. That's well, right. In your case, Craig, you clearly can't have any of them. But <laughs> at a push, you can have one. Did you like this, though? Gian Infantino's first day as uh, a FIFA president, he started uh, his reign with a friendly football match involving Luis Figo, Andrei Shevchenko, Clarence Seedor, Fabio Cannavaro, Paolo Maldini, among others. It's a good start, all, isn't all it? All the yeah. men who are heading to India to, yeah. to, to well, make a lot of money. It's a great one start. One of the most fantastic yet unreported, sort of <laughs> underreported tropes of this whole FIFA debacle over the last few years is just how little the players, past and present, oh, give God. a shit. <laughs> <laughs> none, none of the current players I've ever seen them say a single word about it. Yeah. Secondly, none of the ex-players care unless they can line their own pockets with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's do insane. You, do you remember when Ronaldo was um, directly questioned about it and he said, um, none of us care about FIFA, none of us think about FIFA. We, we, we don't yeah. talk about that sort of stuff we, what we talk about is cars, trainers and women great it's unbelievable um, yeah. Gilberto Silva um, said something about it and there are a few others but I mean it, like three Romario astounding yeah Romario and Diego Maradona 
Two of the oh. most corrupt <laughs> football players. <laughs> <laughs> but what a team of, they I mean, would we make. Know, we, yeah. we like the suicide squad. Well, we know what Maradona got up to at Napoli, for crying yeah. out loud. And Romario, I mean, he likes to fudge a few statistics. And Romario recently... Marcus, vote. you can say that. Can I? I'm talking about goal statistics, sorry. Romario recently voted himself the second best player of all time behind Pelé. <laughs> yeah. in, in some sort of list that he commissioned for himself <laughs> and then released in the form of a press release lovely Thanks very humble know. of him to, yeah. to stay second actually yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah um uh, infantino did say that uh, when he was asked about his salary he said i have no idea yet i have not discussed this with anyone about my pay or what my pay will be we will see don't worry it'll become clear son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys can i jump in and uh, do you want a, an impromptu pete's game Yes. yes. All right then. Well, wow. I, st- I stood on someone's foot today from the world of football. Oh, Who right. was it? <laughs> wow. This is unexpected. Yeah. Ask me a question each. Okay. Who's first? Mark, you go first. Yeah. Go uh, in turn, and uh, I'll give you true or false. Yeah. Uh, yes or no? Uh, is it? Was it Jamie Carragher? No. Um. Is he currently playing? No. You can have a guess now if you want to say. Uh, I guess after your clue. Paolo Maldini? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he was I'm playing be, with Infantino. I'm going to... It's so impromptu. You guys are so, like, lost. Come on, Jim, have a guess. Can I give you... I'm going to give you one clue. Oh, hang on. Marcus no, will no, love... No, 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 Jim. Marcus Luke. will love a bit of this. All right, okay. come on, Luke. Okay. I've got the answer. Did you say it, it wasn't a current player? No, he's, not, he's, he's gone. You. Is it a current player? No, it's not a current player. No, it's not a current okay, player. Okay, so my question is, was he... Um, I've got it. I think I've got does it. Does he have brown hair? No. It, okay, so is it Kevin Keegan? No. Is it Brian Penis? No. If I I had stood on Kevin Keegan's foot, that would be the number one thing in the running order. (laughs) Forget the opening question for the week. I thought thought it might have been Penis. Go on, Jim. Um, It was outside. It was outside. It was outside. That's a good. That's that. What you just said is pretty good. Um, In a sexist way. Um, um, Richard King. It was outside of (laughs) Pret-a-Manger in Soho. I'm, uh, I'm confused by Jim's failure to be able yeah. to name a single ex-football player. <laughs> Jim, John Jim, Barnes. There you go. Clive Mendonca. No, Steve no, Why don't you ask, is he a current broadcaster Yeah, you can ask me questions about that person. Is you he a guess. current broadcaster? What was no. his name? No. <laughs> Good question. No. Yes or no? Luke, is he a current broadcaster? No, he's not no. a current broadcaster, right, no. Is, was it uh, John Carver? No. Okay. Was he... Uh, Try is, and narrow it down first, guys. Come on. Is he... In football, is he working in football? No. Has he ever managed in football? No. Um, is he well known for, as an international footballer? No. Okay. I'll start with introduce a couple of you know. Yeah, I'll, 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 a, I'll qualify he, some things. Was he a striker? Maybe. No, he wasn't a striker. Did he play in the Premier League? No. Was he a goalkeeper? No, the person was not a goalkeeper. Uh, oh, did he it, play for Newcastle United? No, he didn't. Is it? Is it, hang on, wait, Jim. Okay, sorry. Um, oh, should we just jump in? Because it could take a while. No, Pete, should give us another clue after this one. Uh, well, I don't know how many clues. Did you, um, did you not get it? It was outside Pret a Manger. <laughs> it was outside Pret a Manger. Um, was it a ham sandwich? Quite near, quite near Soho Square. In the central, central London. Central London. A Pret a Manger near Soho Square. Did, no, I did, love a bit of this. Apparently, did this happen in a dream? Marcus loves a bit of this. He's not a current player. Jim says it's too broad. I will disagree. Okay, did he play in Scotland? Oh no! Ah, oh. he didn't play in the Premier League. No, did he play in the first division before the Premier League? No, was it was it Dimitri Albertini? No. Oh, that would be good. Someone from the world of football. Marcus will love a bit of this. Oh, hang on. Yeah. 
Was it a lady? It was a lady. Oh, okay. You sexist pigs. Yeah. I said the word broad and you associated Why that you with... Yeah, exactly. It? And Pete, you okay. answered quite a lot of my no, questions didn't. by saying no, no didn't. he didn't do No, this. I didn't. Yeah, because you said he. Oh. So I'm just replying about you. Okay. Mm. I got it. Okay. Is it... Um, oh, hang on. Was it Mia Ham? No. Oh, it was uh, what I said on the Christmas show. Who? Is it Karen Brady? No. Oh, I thought you were a reference in a joke on the Christmas show. That will be obscure. Yeah. Well, I mean, this whole affair is kind of a, <laughs> kind of obscure. That's isn't a good one. That's uh, you've just oh, used, used oh, another keyword. I've got it. Another keyword. That wasn't Rebecca Lose. No, go on, Marcus. <laughs> that was never proved. <laughs> was it? What's her? What's her second name? Uh, Nancy. Uh... Nancy Delonley. Nancy Delonley. Hang on, stop From the world of football. No. Why do we know her name? That's not because of From Finnegan's. the world of football, I technically have Sven DNA on my foot. Why are you that going around stamping ladies, <laughs> calling us sexist? That's you misled everyone there. I'm sitting there going, he didn't play in the Premier League. <laughs> Nancy Deloney. <laughs> I asked, did he play for Newcastle United? Yeah, always nice to get a reminder uh, yeah, as to and... why we don't do Pete's game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's a respected liar. Have some respect. You, when Marcus asked like if you if she'd play for Newcastle, you pretended to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to be fair, of all the teams, yeah, probably did. Turned out she did. Jim play for Newcastle yeah. United. Not in the world of football. Mm. In the world of football. No. Why do we know on him? No, because you went out with Sven. Yeah, yeah. She didn't enter world the fo- world of football. <laughs> and we'll leave it there. Yeah. Pete's right. lame, more like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's get it back with some highlights of the week. I'm not, sure I, I'm not sure I can follow that with some highlights of the week. <laughs> yeah. well, we've had the low light of the week. I'll do my best. Um, <laughs> Alex Nuttall says, as has been in touch to say, there was some Paul Parker chat on last week's show. Oh, yes, yeah. there was, I think. My sister used to be friends with his daughter and used to go round his house while he was still playing at Manchester United. And when I was still quite young at primary school, I once rode in the car with my mum to drop my sister off and got invited into his house, but I got so nervous I couldn't get out of the car. Oh. Oh. He finishes it by going, what a shit story. <laughs> Imagine how shit the rest of them were, Alex. For that to get in. Um, what else have we got here? Mike, oh, Mike Taylor was in touch on the Facebook. He said Martin Tyler describing Callum Chambers and Luke Shaw sitting together at Old Trafford as two young men there enjoying their time together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that I'd means. I'd love to get that card wow. you put over some gay porn. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know <laughs> that'd that be brilliant. Um, what have we got here? It'd be brilliant. Uh, Joel, Joel Edwards. Joel <laughs> it Edwards, will be passable. Joel Edwards says, uh, my whole of the week is uh, Vincent Company uh, tweeting a picture of all the Man City team celebrating together with a lonely Yaya Torre sat moping at the side. Oh, I go. haven't seen that. But it's What's good. wrong with that guy? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've got one more. It's, oh, oh, yeah, maybe it's, it's his birthday and we've all forgotten. <gasps> no. oh, yeah, yeah, could be. Um, this is from Ro- Robbie Kingstar. I think he's friend of the Ramble. Certainly a very regular contributor. He says, my highlight of the week was a guy who once threw a toy car at me in primary school, got a credit card application rejected. Hashtag I always get my man. <laughs> <laughs> It's that sort of pity as we welcome and encourage Absolutely them. right. Absolutely right. I mean, it's not quite the medieval uh, trebuchet no, back and forth, is it? It's up there. Well done, Robbie. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, any, any more highlights? I, I enjoyed uh, Adrian's um, weird kick-ups for West Ham um, when they were playing Sunderland. Yeah, the, the ball was passed back to him. It was slightly awkward, but it was, it was like he was trying to do, like, remember that McDonald's advert with Scott Parker in it? Yes, Like, sort of, like, proper exhibition kick-ups. Mm. I mean, to be fair to him, he wasn't, but it looked like that. And it was funny. Mm. Lovely. Lovely old job. Uh, Jim, let's have a website round. Yeah, let's. So, in a week that saw septuagenarians of all nationalities unifying confusion over the operation of a handheld voting device, <laughs> footballramble.com remains your number one destination for soccer ball based bafflement this week Kelly asks why is a referee mimicking Jerome Boateng is Louis van Gaal's quiff integrity directly related to his team's form is Manuel Pellegrini the unluckiest man in football and what would Cristiano Ronaldo possibly be moaning about now follow Kelly at Kelly underscore Wells reporting live from Carl Jenkinson's hat mm. <laughs> <laughs> one, thing, one thing we all missed was Louis van Gaal Oh, jumping yeah. on the floor yeah yeah oh, that yes. was, I mean that was it was all set up wasn't it for it to be about that for an embarrassing United thing where Arsenal won and then Louis van Gaal fell over. To, kill me. Yep. Just Mike, kill me. Mike, Mike, still Dean, on, Jim. Mike, Dean, um, <laughs> Mike Dean played that with a real flat back. You see it? He yeah. just stood there, not even smiling. I like that. He can't. One of the finest managers in the modern history of the game and he's just looking down at him going, come along. It's like Mike Dean sort of saying, there, there will be no entertainment here unless it's provided mm. by me. <laughs> I initially thought he'd fallen over, but he hadn't at all. It was all chucked it was, on the floor. I mean, he's getting on a bit. I yeah, mean, I thought I that. mean that's, that's a crack dip. Actually, quite a, quite a slick <laughs> move, though. Yeah. You can imagine he can probably do the splits if he can move like that. Let's not try and see that. We're like jumping on a spare somewhere. Those testicles. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, any more for any more? Testicles. No? Okay. What about 442 tunes, Jim? Yeah, it's uh, it's just us, but in cartoon form and on the internet. So you can find that uh, on our on our YouTube channel, and you can also go over to Four Four Tunes YouTube channel. It's, you know, just check it all out. Just enjoy it. Uh, we can fully understand why people don't want to see us. <laughs> But if you want to see the animated version yeah. of us, it softens it a bit, doesn't it? It so does, yeah. Enormous. I mean, it's like I, Vaseline I, on the lens. I yeah. hope we can get nope. to a point where, you know, technology's, you know, advanced so much that we can actually do it in the studio so we don't have to look at each what, other live? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just nice. animation As the Simpsons gag go, that would, has an incredible strain on the animator's wrist. Yeah, <laughs> an incredible right. strain. That's right. Uh, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com or on Twitter at footballramble. Go to thefootballramble.com for lots of lovely things where the always excellent Kelly Wells operates, of course. We're on uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Bye. And that's the power of the football ramble. Not that. Step one. <laughs> Make sure you and your dog can swim. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.